Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kush and Kai. I'm Kai. I'm Kush. What's good, y'all? It's a GD microdose. We're back. Okay. You have a couple of movies for us here. What, uh, what's up on your docket? What'd you see? What'd you see? What do you got? What did you see? Oh, man. I had the privilege of seeing an early screening of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, how was that? Tell us about this. <clears throat> Kai, I'm happy to report. It was great! Fantastic! It looks really fun. The ki- it caught the kids' attention. And then, for me, I was a little apprehensive at first, where they were like, well, no, it's like all the spider, but we've got all the spider people and, and colors and shapes. And I was like, it was a little weird, but then I was like, isn't this sort of a, a refabrication of what's going on with all the superhero movies? It's like, yeah, it, it's all of them. Just just do it. Just do it. There's all the spider people. All the spider people you can deal with. It, it, and, it's um, a, it's yeah. a multiverse thing, which is a story that's been done by multiple comic book characters. Uh, the uh, DC TV universe is currently going through their own multiverse thing ah, right yeah. now as well. Um, you're also, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did this. You and I rapped poetically about this on a rooftop once upon a time. Um, Indeed. And then just, we've, we've already had the Lego movie and we've already had Lego Batman and uh, Ready Player One. So we've already had all these crossovers. So when you, you hear that Phil Lord, who was responsible for like five of those things I just mentioned, wrote this, it all starts coming into focus here. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, yeah. Th- I mean, three directors attached, per- Perchetti, <laughs> Ramsey, and Rothman, not a law firm. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> they, they, interesting uh, they did a great thing. Um, I haven't seen anything this experimental, I want to say since heavy metal, but I might even say Ralph Bakshi's uh, Wizards. Like just visually, this is, uh, I enjoyed every, all one hour and 54 minutes of this, which is awesome. Let's let's shout out Heavy Metal there for anybody that hasn't seen that. That was, um, that was an interesting property. I saw that young too. I think that messed with me a little bit. Uh, that was, that was quite an experience. Um, yeah, I saw some weird stuff when I was a kid, but, uh, everybody go see Heavy Metal. Uh, An interesting concept. What, how would you just describe, how would you sum that up in like a line and a half? Heavy Metal is an anthology movie based on the uh, comic magazine Heavy Metal from the psychedelic 60s and 70s. It and they 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 pair it to some rock and music and uh, and you're away. It's fantastic. So for Into the Multiverse, was this based off a, a comic property? Yeah, there's a there's a whole graphic novel already detailed in this, and they use even more Spider Man in it. Um, to the point where like Japanese Spider-Man with the, the full Sentai robots in it. And uh, not, not that there's already isn't a robot. Uh-huh. In this. Um, yeah. It gets, it gets complicated, dude, but everyone in it is great. Uh, you'll see uh, uh, Jake Johansson or Jake Johnson's in it. He, he plays one of the Peter Parkers, Zoe Kravitz, John Mulaney's playing Spider-Ham. Nick Cage comes in and does Spider-Man noir. He has a lot of fantastic oh. uh, one-liners. Oh, that's fantastic! And uh, Liv Shriver plays the uh, kingpin. Uh, great, great. Hey, excellent! <clears throat> so, Spider Verse. Wow. Uh, I already wrote a review on it. It's up on Cushion Kai right now. But uh, I, I, I gave it five out of six blueberries. Well, there we go. Um, five out of six. Is, that is a strong showing for a multiverse animated property. You know what, so, the only uh, reason why I didn't get six out of six was I, I just didn't like the the climax. Uh, it's it's oh. like the, one of the very few things I didn't like about the movie. I don't even remember how it resolves. Just uh, yeah, that was. But that's the only thing I, I didn't like. 
So five out of six. Well, there we go. Well, fantastic. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to go see that. Uh, do you want to kick over to some uh, entertainment news? Yeah, Kai, what you got on the list there? All right. The first thing I noticed, uh, which I don't think we need one of them, which is a fire festival documentary. No, we need a documentary but, uh, on that shit. Absolutely. Like, that, are you serious? Okay. I, I'm like, I heard about all sorts of crazy shit happening on that thing and I've only seen photographs. So I want to know okay. what happened and what did. Okay. So you're, there is a market for this. Cause I was like, who can't like these criminals like, defrauded people and then nothing happened and it was a disaster. But not only is there a Netflix one, Hulu's also making one just to just, they, Netflix and Hulu. I'm looking forward to Netflix and Hulu both making things at the same time. A la, you know, like Dante Volcano and Dante's Peak and stuff, you know, or uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact. I hope this is a thing where they, they have competing properties to try and get it out at the same time. Everyone has like, that inevitable pissing contest. One we most recently had was Disney's The Jungle Book versus the oh. WB's uh, now titled Mowgli. And WB finally had to pull it back and go, oh, all right, well, we'll just sell it to Netflix. They had you to rewind. The they possibility were... Netflix would sell their movie to like, universal or something oh just, uh, my gosh to- and that's a clear that's a defeat for uh andy circus he was driving the Mowgli movie and cl- obviously you look netflix is great it is but when you make a property like that isn't isn't for him it's like we'll have a big release it'll be in theaters it's gonna do stuff like this is not what he wanted right like this can't be what he was envisioning when when he was putting this together this was totally there. There's that Hollywood executives bar where everyone's hanging out, and yes, there's a lot of wood paneling still, and they're drinking Strohs, even though they make <laughs> six figures. But the, an, an exec from Disney and an exec from WB got into an argument one night, like, My Jungle Book's going to be better than your Jungle Book, motherfucker. Like, he takes a swing and he stumbles over. And, and that's how this all started. And um, I love that story. Oh, <laughs> man. And yeah, it's. um. Yeah, they, they were making those at the same time. So this this will continue to go on, right? Wait, wait, were they making it's, um did they, did they make the Mowgli one first? Was that in development? No, they were first? they were definitely making it at the same time. Disney mm-hmm. got theirs done quicker, and uh, WB was like, all right, well, we'll shelve it like three months, and then three months turned to nine months, and then nine months turned to Netflix. Hmm. Wow. Oh yeah. So um, Netflix is making one, and then. In 2017, Seth Rogen and the Lonely, Lonely Island folks indicated they were making a story. Oh, no, no, they're not making a documentary. It's a docu-series about, oh, jeez. Guys, they, there, is there, there's no council, is there, Kush? There's no council that will decide, like, no, let, let Shonda Rhimes make this, uh, this here and don't make a similar <laughs> property. You know what I mean? Like, we, need, we may need a council to hand some decisions down like that. It's, it's, there's, all, there's so many things to fill with content now. It just It's all about who gets it done quicker. And uh, so much crazy shit happened on, on that island, dude. But you can do anything with that story. Like, I'm hoping Hulu's, Hulu's Fire Island story or whatever Fire Fest story is a horror movie. I hope that'd be a great. slasher that, you know, honestly, yeah, it just goes, it just goes south that, or yeah, they get mixed up with like a, getting hunted by the cartel, something, mm. you know, like there's, it's a drug running Island that they didn't know. Get Blumhouse on right. this. They, they can totally do this. And then we'll have the ghost uh, jump scare at the end. Oh, celebrities 
hunted. Oh, I'm posting to Instagram as they're like running away on the beach. Yes. That would be great. Um, yes. Okay. Well, now, now I'm in on the fictional one. Again, because before, we're, like, we're, why are we out on documentaries? I was detailing to you how I don't want to see the young LeBron stuff. But then you thought I was talking about a fictional, you know, like not a fictitious, but like a dramatized version. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm back in. Like you could do some fun stuff with this. Um, I'd be there. Uh, moving along. Um, I was reading this. I like, I like, it, sometimes technology lumps over a thing that I, um, lumps over a thing that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift was using facial recognition software to track her stalkers at a oh. concert. Which I thought was inspired. I was like, "That's that, that's what it's for, right?" It's like, shouldn't yeah. that be like one of the top? Like, let's stop the stalkers, right? Like, if you, mm-hmm. if you're a stalker, if you're doing stalkery related things, you kind of need to be on a list. Like, these are the these are some scary people. Uh, that if you the go game. above and wow. yeah, Taylor, like she she stepped it up. So um, good good on her. Uh, uh, however, facial recognition software is going to be like. You know how, like, I've seen people, like, try and swipe their phone over for, like, Apple Pay. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't, doesn't work or it does a thing. And it's like, just imagine, because what, what we're coming to is, like, Amazon will unleash FacePay at some point, right? Oh. And just, you're going to have this huge problem where you're like, hold on, let me get this. And you're just sort of waving your whole head. It's like, hold on. And it's just not working. You're like, but I need to get on the plane and do it. It's like, sorry, your face, not the face, it's your face. Is it? And you know what I mean? Like, that's going to be, that's what I imagined first is like, how is this going to go wrong? And that will a thousand percent go wrong for a lot of people. It's minority report. It's 1984. But yes, that's, just the, just the fact that you get a shitty haircut one day may throw off your entire game. You you may get you get, dumped, you get one dumped in the street and someone punches you in the eye real hard and yeah and then, then, up. yeah you get the shiner it's like you're not you anymore we're not gonna let you back into your apartment complex like please I'm you know or you just try to buy bread or something it's just not gonna work <laughs> you're one pernicious zit away from losing your entire identity it's like sorry you can't get back on the spaceship anyway but uh, hopefully oh, they'll uh, but go uh, go Taylor and then um. Also, in, and we usually don't do music news, but as long as we're in this territory, uh, Avril Lavigne released a new album, uh, Head Above Water, got, got a release date, but this is the first one since her Lyme disease diagnosis. What do you know about Lyme disease? I know a buddy of mine's uh, parents had it, and Jeez. one functioned just fine, and the other one just stayed in a room the, all, all day and drank box of wine. That is... Well... I know other people without Lyme disease that do that, that, that inflict that upon themselves. But I, it's this big, like, there's a big list of symptoms, and a lot of them just sound like mysterious fucking bummers. Like, I, yeah, I, the Lyme disease thing, that's scary because so, so many of the stories I hear are about like, oh, yeah, I didn't know I had it. It was just I thought I wanted to, I thought I was just depressed or hot all the time or just wanted to kill myself. You're like, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> how does this become a thing? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what's up, Lyme disease? What's up, Lyme disease? Well, well where, now where are you at, Lyme suicide, that could just be his anti-acid medication. Like, uh, that's, that's absolutely a thing. I've read that, too, that the antacids are, um, they, they could be uh, building up and um, making you have thoughts. Uh, that's, uh, that's a thing. That would, that's a real, that's another thing. 
Jeez. All right. So best best to you, Avril. Um, battle through it. Um, please, uh, please, uh, please be in. Anyway, how, um, how long ago was that diagnosis? Because it's been a while since I've heard her name. I think it's like eight to ten years or so. Okay. Um. Anywho, do we have a uh, do we have time for me to throw a throw one more story on there? Throw it out there, buddy. Okay. Uh, I was confused by this, but, um, Ellen thinking about ending her daytime talk show. She's had a hell of a run. I'm not, she's had a great run, but she's also at the same time, like conceivably for her age and then career. And then also the stuff that she's doing, like she's having on, you know, the cute kid that uh, they made the make a wish happen for their friend in class. Mm -hmm. They have Justin Bieber j- come on, and they do japes. Beto O'Rourke is going on. Like, so I'm like, yeah, is she just not feeling it? You know, she's, um, she's been doing that show for seventeen I mean, years. Like that's that's a that's a great career. Has been seventeen years. She yeah, Ellen Ellen hasn't been around for the last year, dude. She's been around for a good. She's had a great career just doing that Ellen show. That was before her stand up comedy, which she can still do. Which she probably misses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. She she I can retire now. And work again. <laughs> yeah, I liked her stand up comedy too. I I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, her contract is up summer twenty twenty. That's coming at us, and then apparently Portia de Rossi is recommending her to quit. Which oh, always her, the wife. it always comes back to the wife. It does. Oh, and her. Oh, wait, I didn't know she had a brother. Uh, Vance DeGeneres, who's a comedian. What? Daily Show. Oh no way! Mm-hmm. Oh geez, I haven't seen The Daily Show in a while. How's The Daily Show doing? I uh, I haven't really watched it in a, in a long time, but I understand it's it's doing just as well. Good stuff. Well, you have to be a, a DeGeneres to uh, to get a job on The Daily Show now. So that that happens. Yeah. This yeah. Ellen wants uh, good for her, and. Uh, I- I look forward to seeing what she does next. You know, I I watch it. I give them credit as power lesbians to be wily enough that this is just a ploy because the 2020 contract is coming up. This is a ploy to get them to put more money on the table. It's like, oh no, this could just go away. (laughs) Not impossible. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, I I think uh, that that might be that might that might be in play. But um, no, uh, uh, Ellen Show is a regular on our DVR and is watched by other <laughs> other members of the house. So it's yeah, it goes Morning Joe, maybe the Ellen Show, and then the Christmas movie uh, happens. So that's that's what my if I walk out of this room, I will hear like one of those three things happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, there it is. Okay, well, uh, I think uh, we've uh, we we've uh, microed on the micro there. Um, yeah, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Good stuff, everybody. Go see uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Check out the reviews. Kush and Kai. Uh, Kush Check out yesterday's it. Kush Hayes show. We talk Mortal Engines. We talk uh, Once Upon a Deadpool. And that means yes. we got Fred Savage and uh, Peter Jackson on the show. That is something. Oh, yeah. Mortal Engines. I want to. Okay. Well, I will loop back and I got I to gotta read up on that. I was, I was out on this idea. <laughs> I think I tweeted at them something mean about it. But... Um, <laughs> I get, but that's what Twitter's for, everybody. Twitter's for mean things. As long as we understand.
thebosley.net. Sit, Bosley, sit. Yeah, I'm not a dog. I'm an orthodontist from Arizona. My name is David Mendoza. Someone contact my family. <laughs>